Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Butt On. My name is Terry Kutcher, show called History of the Home. I'm going to talk about the history of Anheuser. Uh, you know, I talk about them a lot, how they've come involved in such a company over the years and how great their sound equipment is. So we're going to do a little history uh, talking about Sennheiser and from where they started at to where they are today. And you're going to be surprised when I tell you at the end uh, about Sennheiser, unless you already know. But we'll get into that. We'll talk about things that have been going on between college football. Uh, what else? Um, we got the U.S. Open going over in Flushing, Queens. Uh, Major League Baseball is winding up. NFL starts on this Thursday. So we'll talk. We'll get into that a little bit. And we'll come back and have a show. We'll do a real quick show tonight because I won't be here next weekend. This coming weekend, but um, we will talk. All right, so stand by, enjoy your music. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Live Your Funk. You know, I've had that uh, intro since I started doing this podcasting thing. So we're going to do a quick show tonight, like I said. Um, nothing funky. We're going to, like I said, the show, the name of the uh, title of the show is called History of Golden Tones. We're going to talk about the history of Sennheiser. You know I'm a big Sennheiser fan. And we're going to talk about the company, where it started, and to where it is right now. But for right now, we're going to talk about what a crazy weekend, ladies and gentlemen, for the NCAA to put out some football over the weekend. And let me tell you, the biggest game was the Texas um, TCU, Texas Christian University versus Colorado with Deion Sanders as a new coach. Coach Prime had those young men believing in themselves. That was one hell of a game. Back and forth, back and forth. And then finally... Their defense stepped up. Ladies and gentlemen, I didn't expect the kid. The kid, what's his name, Travis Hunter? He played 120 snaps in that game. He was playing corner, and he caught touchdown passes. Remarkable talent, ladies and gentlemen. And then Shador Sanders, um, Deion's son, played, played a hell of a game. You cannot say anymore. He played the hell of a game. And... and I only caught the second half because when I left out, I went out the house, I had to do some uh, running around, some errands. And uh, and the game was on Fox. They were saying 7-0 uh, Colorado. I'm like, what? Then I kept going back, looking at it, and I said, let me go, do my errands, come back. Ah, uh, they're going to get beat. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, they were winning when I came back home. And then all of a sudden, they're going back and forth, back and forth. 
And finally, in the fourth quarter, they took control of two scores, and it was no time. And they are electrifying, ladies and gentlemen. And a young running back that they have um, for Colorado, ecstatic. He he was unbelievably fast. That young man was fast. Let me pull up his name here real quick, and then we'll get into the show. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal game, ladies and gentlemen. And I didn't... You know, I, I, hey, listen, I'm the pro, I was one of those people that doubt is saying, oh, no. Nah. All right. Deion Sanders is coaching, but uh, that's about it. Because, you know, I'm like everybody. I think he's going, I thought he's only going to win two games. Not happening, people. He is not going to win two games. He's going to win like five. All right. They still got USC to play. They got Oregon. They got UCLA. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was a phenomenal game the other night, what I saw. Um, those young men were playing ball. They were balling. Uh, what else? We got um, tennis is going on up in Queens over at the U.S. National Tennis Center. That's going on right now as we speak. And I can pull that up for you real quick. Um, yeah, so that's going on right now over in Queens. Uh, what do we got here? Um, first match, another match of the ladies, uh, K. Muchoba is up 4 nothing on Christia. And Brian Shelton versus Francis on TFO. That's going to be the next game. Um, that's the next game that uh, next match on. It's going to be on ESPN. But ladies and gentlemen, the, the game the other night of the day, uh, Deion Sanders is telling the reporters, I want your receipt and everybody else's for downing these kids. And uh, I commend him for sticking up for him. He definitely stuck up for his kids. And, I, and that's appreciative. And that's something they can learn on. They can learn to lean on and, and help them get through the season. Because it's a long season. But those young men played a very good game the other night. Um, all the rest of the games are blowouts, so. So, ladies and gentlemen, well, we're going to talk about, start talking about those young guys. We're going to talk about Sennheiser. Now, you know I talk about Sennheiser. I have... Uh, Two pairs of Sennheisers. I have a pair of IEMs also, and I have regular headphones. And they're, they're old, but ladies and gentlemen, they're still very good uh, headphones. So, on that note, let's get started. So, Sennheiser is a German company. Um, it was started by Mr. Fritz Sennheiser. Uh, he founded the laboratorium, excuse my German, Van Bostel. Or Labor W was translated as Labor Lab, as Lab One, Lab W, in 1945. Um, you know, he, he produced instruments that were just uh, measuring uh, instruments, and he sold that the young company to Siemens, which is also a German company. Um, he, the, what you're saying here, the farmhouse where the company was founded is still part of the business. Um, then he changed the name of the company in 1958 to Sennheiser Electronic and changed his legal name to Sennheiser Electronic GmbH and Company KG in 1996. Um, so basically, Mr. Sennheiser was an inventor. Um, he commissioned a laboratory to rebuild a microphone from the Austrian supplier. Uh, that happened in 1946. Uh, Sennheiser was developing their own microphones, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and that was in 1947. So they were just starting getting, they're just starting to get, you know, 
put it out there. Hey, we're, we're going to come back. We're coming, ladies and gentlemen. We're, we're going to have a, a very good um, device to use, you know. And this is something that, you know, people with great minds seem to follow their dreams. And this is something that who would have thought a company like this would be like this. So one of the microphones is the MD-82. It was a shotgun microphone. It was produced in 1956. Um, then they developed condenser microphone technology. Um, now, you know, a condenser, condenser microphones pick up everything, ladies and gentlemen. They really pick up a lot of stuff. So this is, was developed back in, we say 56. It's a long time ago uh, in 56. And also recording equipment was used um, in film sets and to, uh, television studios in Germany. And in 57, Labor W, what I talked about previously, um, they developed a wireless microphone for, for televisions. And it was developed called, it was developed and called the Microport in 1958. So he was, look at this. This is back in the 50s, ladies and gentlemen, compared to what it is now. And in 1960, he uh, introduced say, the MD-421 as a dynamic microphone. Basically, with the dynamic microphone, it has it's like a cardioid. It can get it can get sounds from all directions. So that's what it's dynamic. Okay. And then Sennheiser in 1968 launched the uh, the HD414, which was an open back mic uh, headphone, and it's still one of the best selling uh, microphones on the market right now. I'm, I'm yeah on the market. So you can't go wrong. Um, then he went on to do the MD441. Um, this is one of the uh, headphones. I'm assuming the model is going to become a microphone classic. So it goes to show you that he was just developing newer and newer things. Okay, so let's keep it moving. Uh, also, um, in 74, he came out with a new stereo uh, microphone that takes... On audio recordings, uh, according to the dummy head principle. So he's developed even more and more and more things. So at this time, uh, Mr. Sennheiser, um, in 1982, Professor Fritz Sennheiser handed over the management of the company to his sons, Professor Jörg Sennheiser. Okay. Then um, they developed another Sennheiser company in France. Um, and then, so they were have multiple subsidiaries out there. Um, 21 to be exact, ladies and gentlemen. And then over the years, he developed another set of uh, HD headphones. Um, this is in 1988. And these were considered professional monitoring headphones. Um, also, they were used... Uh, these, um, they were used on the Concord for pilots to use. So like I got to show you too, he was developing more and more different facets of technology using the, his, um, his inventions, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, also he developed headphones for DJs. Now, Sennheiser has been around for a long time, ladies and gentlemen, it goes to show you that 
he was developing stuff for DJs and DJ, a lot of DJs, I know some guys back in the day, they had Sennheiser, uh, uh, headphones. Okay. So, and then, uh, since I took over the Berlin studio microphone manufacturer, Greg Newman in 1991, uh, and then they integrated it with their own, uh, back there in Ven Bostel, Germany. My German's not that good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so I'm trying my hardest. All right. So please forgive me. All right. So moving right along, uh, Sennheiser, um, oh, let me take this back in 2005, they acquired speaking manufacturer Klein and Hummel and then one of the grandsons joined the company in 2008. Uh, and then the grandson had his brother join in also. His name is Andreas Sennheiser. Um, and then Sennheiser in 2009, they developed the HD 800. It became a high-end reference headphone. So ladies and gentlemen, if you go online and see these things, they're out there. Unbelievable. Um, I just love Sennheiser's. They're, they're very, very good. They're comfortable. Uh, and you hear the clarity. Now I have IEMs right here, right in my hand. I didn't poke them up today, but um, ladies and gentlemen, when something like this, like podcasting or your engineer, you want the monotone. You just want to make sure that you, you're you hearing specifics, okay? You don't want to hear all the, the, the you know, the high volume tremble or that big. You just want to hear flat mono sound. And that's what you get with the, um, it's like the headphones I have right now. They're not Sennheiser, the Audio Technica. This is, this is what they're made for. Same thing with the Sennheiser IEMs. So if you're ever interested in that, ladies and gentlemen, you can go on their website. Sennheiser has a, a plethora of products on there to check out. All right. From the wireless to the um, wired headphones, uh, they make some of the best in the world, ladies and gentlemen. All right, cool, cool, cool. And then uh, then they have a uh, the digital 9000 radio microphone system. Now, ladies and gentlemen, they they have it all, okay, for, you know, for groups. They got high-end wireless systems and unbelievable. And then they, they developed the first Momentum headphone series that was launched in 2012, all right? And ladies and gentlemen, they've been on a tear ever since but i hate to tell you this uh sennheiser was sold ladies and gentlemen all right sennheiser was sold a company a swiss company my name is sonova uh they're more into the medial uh, medical audio products for hearing aids and implants stuff like that um they took over sennheiser um, they took over the headphones, consumer headphones, wireless earbuds, sound bars. Um, they just wanted to buy it for their company, and they definitely got it. Um, you know, everybody has to go through transition in this situation here. Um, 650 people lost their jobs when they did the merger with Sonova. It's unfortunate, even in business like this, ladies and gentlemen, this has to happen. But... Um, Yes. So, but now the joint company they have with Sonova. Um, so the Sennheiser's two CEOs are the brothers Andreas and Daniel Sennheiser. Um, they are also part ownership too, but Sonova is like 60% and 
the Sennheiser brothers got have forty percent. So basically, Sonova is running the company now. But um, this is something that they had to. They wanted to do. They want to get at a consumer brand, and um, yeah, Sennheiser. I enjoy, I enjoy all the products that they have, ladies and gentlemen. And if you get a chance, like I tell you all, all the times in my shows, if you get a chance, stop in at Best Buy. I think uh, any any of the high end stores, not so much high end, but your retail stores. They will have the Sennheiser headphones in there. Stop and check them out because they sound really, really good. And I'm not saying because I use them a lot, but they are very good, very, very, very good um, products to use. So, uh, but on that note, let me see what we got. They got earbuds here, ladies and gentlemen. They have the wireless headphones. I'm looking at their website right now. And if you go on there, you can see all the different devices. They have noise canceling. Noise canceling headphones are the superior superior noise canceling the, uh, the new momentum 4 is out right now and and i have the 450s yes i have the hd uh 450 bluetooth and ladies and gentlemen the um noise canceling works like a charm i tell you that all the time uh i had the pleasure of using my 450s and i was on a plane coming from uh, dallas texas and I know it's scary. I tell you this whole time that I put the uh, noise canceling on. I couldn't hear the j engines, the turbines. That's how, that's how good. And I only paid like $120 for the headphones, ladies and gentlemen. But the noise canceling feature on there is by far for that price. Very good. And, um, like I have a pair of Bose sports. Those are even better. But for the price that I paid for the Sennheiser um, headphones, you can't go wrong, ladies and gentlemen. They have superior, superior uh, products on the market. And they really do. They're, they're fantastic. I'm not saying it because I use them a lot, but they are fantastic. And you, you're not going to go wrong. You're not going to go wrong. All right. Like I said, this is going to be a short podcast tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry I had to do that. But um, I will be back here next Saturday morning, and we're going to talk. I'm not going to do I'm going to start doing shows on Saturdays at 11 o'clock because I don't want to compete with NCAA football, and I refuse to do shows on a Sunday with the NFL. Um, I just can't do it. I, I will get beaten up. So, <laughs> But ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for coming on. I really do appreciate this. Was like, this is like a quick show. I just wanted to say thank you very much to keep myself, keep the rhythm going. And, you know, if anybody's out there listening, I appreciate you. And uh, I will be back next week. That will be Saturday, the 17th, I think. The 17th of September, ladies and gentlemen. You got to be kidding me. It's September. September already. And yes, I will do that on the 17th on, at 11 o'clock. We will do a show. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I just want you to say thank you again. I know it's a late night and it's a quick show. I just want to say thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it. Enjoy yourself. Take care. And we'll get together on, excuse me, on the 16th, 16th of September. 
On that note, we're going to leave it here with foreplay with Shaka Khan singing between the sheets. Take care, everyone. <laughs>